I have always worked in organisations which it's always been sad for me to leave them. But you know, life happens and your circumstances change, but I've never left the disability sector. So for me, I've made lifelong friends here. I've had really rewarding work. Approximately one in every 59 children are born with autism. Albert Einstein. Dr. Einstein had no speech until age three. Steve Jobs. He was a loner. He brought snakes to school. Leonardo da Vinci. This man was far advanced on the autism spectrum. I'm not naughty. I'm autistic. And I just get too much information. You're listening to Takiwatanga. Love Not Cure. Exploring autism one strength at a time. And we're here in uh, IHC, and we're here with us today, Tanya Thomas, and she is the Director of Advocacy for IHC, and today she will be sharing some of the insights about IHC and their services, programs, and how we can avail their programs. Welcome, Tanya, and first and foremost, I would like to thank you for your time, and I know this is your lunch time, and it's such a, like a short notice for, for you. Thank you for giving us your time. You're most welcome. Yeah. Before anything else, tell us about yourself. Um, I'm a grandmother <laughs> <laughs> and a mother, and um, I hail from the far north and um, just outside of Kaitaia in Northland. Um, I'm Ngati Kahu on my dad's side, and on my mum's side, I'm Scottish and Ngati Mahurihuri. So I grew up in Auckland, in South Auckland. And I've worked in the disability sector for 40 years. So that's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah. So given that time, what makes you think or what gives you the strength to carry on and day to day go to, to uh, organizations like IHC or Idea Services? I really think it's important that everyone is included in our community and that everyone who has rights, everyone has rights and they should be upheld. So I strongly believe in people standing up, speaking up and having their rights um, met and achieved. So for me, that's something that's a force within me and um, it's probably the way I was brought up as well. So um, for me, it's, and it's important to uh, work with people that have similar values and want to achieve similar things so i have always worked in organizations which it's always been sad for me to leave them but you know life happens and your circumstances change but i've never left the disability sector so for me i've made lifelong friends here um, i've had really rewarding work yeah so that's why i'm here uh, tell us about the IHC, your services and programs, and how how Aotearoa can can avail those services for them. Um, I'll start by saying that IHC is a group of companies. So I work for IHC, and in the company I work within, we have the fundraising team, we have the volunteer service, uh, we have I volunteer, where people can. Uh, sign up to have a volunteer as a friend, um, meet somebody that has got similar interests with them. We have uh, family liaison 
people who work alongside families, supporting them through whatever they might be going through, where they need a little bit of help, somebody to just walk alongside them and say, we could sort this out. Right. You know, so we have family liaison. We have a fantastic library service and that library service is available to all people in New Zealand. And you can get books out, you can ask for journals, and it's all to do with disability and largely to do with intellectual disability or neurodiversity. Um, and also in that team, in the IHC group that I'm in, is the events. Uh, so we've just had the IHC Art Awards, where people from all around the country have put in artwork to be judged so, um, and sold. So the money goes directly to the artists. So that's, that's the area I work in. The, another company that's under the IHC group is Idea Services. And that's probably the one that most people know about. Um, right, and right. that is the one that uh, we provide residential support services for people with intellectual disabilities. They may have other impairments. Uh, they may have mental health conditions. Um, they're all around the country, those residential um, service homes. And we have supported independent living. Um, and all of those services are aimed at people having the best opportunity to live the life they want to live. So everything through Ideas Services and the IHC group is about people having more choice and control over their own lives and being able to decide and choose what they'd like to do on a daily basis, to be doing everyday things with everyday people in right, everyday right, places. Right. <laughs> you know, so everything in Ideas Services is geared towards being respectful and upholding the dignity of people to live the life they choose and that they aspire to have. Um, the other service is, well, the other company is Choice and Community Living, and that's where people live in their own flats or homes or apartments, and our support staff go to them for, you know, however many hours a week to support them at home. Uh, we we provide um, accessible housing through another part of the IHC group, uh, and that's making sure that we have affordable housing for people and accessible housing so that if you're a wheelchair user or if you're prone to poor mobility or something like that, that there's a home and a place that will fit you. Uh, so, and my job in, in this service under IHC is to make sure that inclusion in community is the key and that I remind anyone who wants to listen or who doesn't want to listen <laughs> about the importance of respecting diversity. There's so many different ways of being and people and things to do. Um, we're better off when we have a group of people that are, have got all different skills and all different needs. Um, and inclusion is about, again, doing everyday things with everyday people and everyday places. Um, so I spend a lot of time 
looking to see what systems need to be changed so that people can be more included and that their rights are upheld. And then this is gearing towards the across Aotearoa's uh, vision of equity, right? Yeah. Right, okay, that's right. Uh, families, I know now I, I've learned that IHC is a group of companies, but is there a way for us to understand how many families are we supporting? I think it's around three and a half thousand. So it's one of the biggest disability support organizations in the country. We've been in existence for 76 years. Um, and we, we were set up and started by families who felt that there wasn't, there wasn't a good enough support in New Zealand for their child. And so they banded together and they set up IHC. And that legacy, here we are 76 years later, <laughs> and we're a membership organisation, so um, families have a big role to play in the work that we do and how we do our work. That's across the, the country and that's a mixture of different disabilities, right? We have autism or we have... They're um, all um, people who have an intellectual disability. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they may have other, but their main... Um, so are we funded by the government or is there any support coming from the government like the Minister of Health or Health New Zealand or or, or uh, Minister of Education? Um, we we largely are funded by the government, um, and I would mention here that we are underfunded. <laughs> so, and the reason that we do fundraising is so that we can provide services that we think people should have and the services that people want to have, um, because the government their funding is inadequate. I had a chance to speak to H HRVD, Hat, no, HVRD, Hot Valley Riding for Disabled. And the same th thing as well. I had a chance to speak with the CEO of Autism NZ and the same thing as well. What do you think should be the approach in terms of getting the right funding uh, for, for our those uh, who have disability in their family? One of the things that um, excited me to join this role because I've only been in it for you know three months three and a half months was the the introduction of Faikaha the Ministry of Disabled uh, People I saw a real opportunity for disability not to be seen as a sickness and that we could have an opportunity to fight harder with the government to get funding specifically for disabled people, not as an add-on to the Ministry of Health. Right, so, yeah. and the other exciting thing for me, which is more opportunity, is um, Te Aka Fire Order, which is the Māori Health Authority. They are looking very much around what's needed for Māori and how could we commission or contract services that are for Māori by Māori that, you know, how could, what sort of models will work for Māori? Um, I think that's exciting that we have that opportunity. Um, we can all learn from that. Uh, so how we get more funding, sometimes it's not always about more funding, it's about doing things differently. Right. And what we do know is that 
after COVID or, you know, when we were two years ago, all disability support organisations suddenly realised how important it was to become digitally fluid, if yeah, that's the yeah. word. <laughs> <laughs> and um, in the service that I managed before coming here, we put tablets in all the residential homes and that was the way that the people we supported could talk to their family and their whanau, you know, using the tablets. And we thought, why didn't we do that before COVID? Right. Yeah, because sometimes when things change very quickly or there's a crisis, you then start to think differently about we can't keep doing things the same way we've always done them. So actually, in lots of ways, as terrible as COVID has been, it has actually opened the door to thinking more differently yeah. about how do we do this? Right, right. You know, some of the ways we do it might actually save money and still be a good way to work. So what kind of uh, support is that when we have um, those electronic devices at home? Is it more on um, communication with IHC or the services and things like that? It's more about, you know, people being connected with each other. Right. right so, right. for example, we have um, just started webinars across, now we have 600 residential homes within Idea Services. And last Friday, I think it was, they had online drumming. And so people who live in the residential homes or who are in supported independent living can get online and can go through a, a drumming session. You know, people who have been in services for a long time often know people in other houses because they may have been flatmates before, mm. you know. So you can see people shouting out, oh, hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it it opens the way to to connect people more and connect groups of people better and it helps with our mental i mean um, health as well yeah. right i mean social because we're so social and we, we need to connect more to other yeah. people so. but we also need to have fun and yeah. you know our days need to be filled with meaningful things you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, that's amazing. That's 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 why I put up this uh, podcast as well. Now I, I'm aware that those things are happening. <laughs> I was never aware about that, like people getting um, uh, getting so uh, getting social in terms of like play, playing drums together <laughs> electronically. <laughs> so I never knew that that's happening. So at least now I'm aware so I can share that. And, and you can do it like the drumming is uh for example, some, some houses have got upturned buckets, some houses have got pots. Right, right. It's about mm -hmm. using what you have. It doesn't have to cost money. Do you, right, do you right. I get, I get what you mean. Yeah. Right, right. And having fun, having fun. <laughs> about what you have right now, regardless of the condition. Yeah. So we, we did tackle about the COVID, which is amazing. And uh, given the change in the health uh, sector, like usually we had this um, the HBs now we have Health New Zealand and the Maori Health Authority. How do you think that will affect IHC and what benefit do you think we can have given those uh, uh, that separation? Or sorry, should I call it separation? <laughs> I might be using a different, a wrong term terminology. No, I, I think, um, for example, 
I would be really hoping that the opportunity this raises is that we might start getting better data and better information being collected about disabled people. Because, you know, the census survey for disabled people is every 10 years. Wow. A lot can happen in 10 years. That's a long time. That's a long time. So I think when you've got a ministry like Whaikaha, whose focus is solely on disability, right? they don't have to worry about the health side of it. That's dealt with by Health New Zealand. So maybe they'll start thinking we need better information because planning, resourcing, you need information. You know, so that to me is something I think is going to be a plus. I think there's also a push to strengthen the voice of people with disabilities and their whanau. So I'm really hoping that there's representation of disabled people at all levels of whaikaha. Ideally, it should be at all levels of everywhere. Right, right. Local government, you know, in service organisations, yeah, everywhere. I mean, how can you, how can you provide good support and good services for your community if you only talk to some of the community and not all of the community? Um, so I think there's going to be a chance to have better voice, a stronger voice. Uh, for people who are disabled and their families. Um, these are all things that I'm optimistic about. <laughs> and we should be and, optimistic. And, and I want to support them. I want that to happen. It won't stop me from being critical. Right, right, right. <laughs> but right. I hope that it's <laughs> constructive. You know, there's nothing worse than being continually berated because it doesn't work, it's not good enough. You know, actually, you have to come with some solutions. And where do you get those? You get those from talking to the families and to the people who use the service. Right. The last time I've spoken to Minister Poto, I had a, I was fortunate to get some time of her when the new minister, uh, ministry was uh, has started, and she did mention about having more disabled people at leadership roles like Parliament, and which is for me, it's a big thing. As, as well because we can support not just those who can I mean those who are not disabled but we can support any any type of yeah. human being yeah. and uh, for me that's a super super um, amazing um, thing that has happened for Aotearoa. Mm. I, agree. I agree with you. Yeah. 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 How can different families get to your uh, programs and any special application forms that they need to fill out or any contact information that well, I think uh, family liaison people are very good people to contact. Um, I have got uh, an email address which is for my team and that's um, advocacy at ihc.org.nz um, and we also have an 0800 number 0800 442 into those you know connections then we can decide where best for you to go you know to get the help or the support that you need um, but you should also be able to to get support from a local NASC uh, needs assessment coordination service um, that should be able to provide you some assistance um, but often 
Uh, and the other thing that we do have is we have a uh, IHC supports a parents group, which is an online group called Afi Matua, which is help parents. Uh, and that is anybody can go online there and contact each other and share good ideas, share experiences, those sorts of things. So I think Afinga Matu is a really good um, contact uh, for people to get in. Um, the other contacts I'm trying to think of. This is, yeah, so this is anyone can contact anyone those. Anyone can contact those. I think if you're a, a family that are having some difficulties with, with a service, that it's a good idea to um, call the Health and Disability Commissioner's Advocacy Service, which is free, it's independent, um, and those are advocates that can walk alongside families um, or anyone who have got concerns or problems with a health or disability service that they're receiving. Um, often it's just miscommunication. Or just, or just getting inside the room where yeah, can just, can just, uh, just talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah. Um, and that number is 0800 Um So I think sometimes things don't always work out the way you had planned, but the best thing to do is try and get some help to sort it out and resolve it. You did mention about housing. If there are questions or concerns about housing, they can always contact your team, right? Yeah, and we will make sure you're connected to the to the right. What is autism in the eyes of Tanya? I know this might have a, a different, uh, this might be a little off the, the questions that I should be asking, but. What is autism through my eyes? Mm. I really love the Maori um, translation of what autism is, which is his or her or their own space and time. And I think all it says to me is autism is about a different perspective on life, a different way of thinking, a different way of doing, a different way of connecting. Um, and there's a huge range of that because autism is on a spectrum you know and so there's as much difference there as there is anywhere in any people <laughs> so for me i don't i don't really think about it i just think oh that's that's a people are in their own space and time and we might have to we might have to communicate a bit differently but i'm sure that we can find a way you know, and if we can't, we just keep trying. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> as long as we're, we, we keep on trying and uh, yeah. at the end of the day, we're still yeah. successful, right? Yeah. Right. So regarding the art awards, uh, is this being done internally from those people, uh, by those people you are providing service? No, it's for anyone in, in New Zealand. They can just uh, join in that art award and they can uh, share their talents and, and then any, any monetary, I mean, like if you sold those artworks, it will be going directly to the to the artist wow. because those awards are, are sponsored. Um, and that means that we don't take any of the money that, you know, the sold art, we don't have any of that money that we have to use for the administration that goes straight to the artist. 
and often people will pay a lot more than the price that's put on the wall uh, with the art. Uh, it's some fabulous artwork. Um, yeah, so I'm happy to show you some of the artwork oh, yeah. around the office. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm going to be uh, stoked when I see those artworks. I mean, I love seeing artworks and, and things like that. Like You can see how different people have different perspective of the world. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we currently have a, a photography competition on as well, where people are asked to, you know, photograph something that's meaningful to them. So we, we've got a photo competition. Um, our website as well, ihc.org.nz, has got so much information on it. It has all sorts of toolkits, you know, how to be a supporter, how to do advocacy, um, it's got all the events on there, so I can say that it is a, it's a really good resource. For those artworks and uh, paintings, uh, is this a regular thing? It's an annual event. competition. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, annual. Uh, when is this usually happening? The 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 last last time that it happened. Uh, well, I'm not sure. I think it's around the same time every year. So right. I I think it was. But well, it was just August. Event. It's an annual event. Okay. So what do you think parents like me and those other parents who has uh, uh, kids or adult kids or children who are having uh, challenges in terms of their children having disabilities in, in their um, intellectual or having an intellectual disabilities, what do you think parents like me can, can do to support your organizations or any other FAIKAHA organizations around the, the country? There are several things, but one is to look after yourselves. So, you know, for me, I think, you know, if you don't know about Carers New Zealand, you should find out about Carers New Zealand. <laughs> because I think there's a real underestimation of what it takes to be a carer. And even though you're a parent, you're caring. And sometimes that role is very onerous. So I think it's important that you you learn how to be resilient, take good care of your health, and uh, make sure you have friends that you can talk with. So, you know, I'd say make sure you get in touch with groups that can be there for you. <laughs> and if you're not feeling strong enough to speak up, find somebody else who can speak up for you or help you to do that. I think the second thing is to not be afraid to speak up for what you need. And sometimes I think parents have been given a bad rap because they are so, some parents are so strong in their advocacy. And to me, I say, power to you, keep it up, even if it's annoying and aggravating. <laughs> because, um, and learn some advocacy skills learn how to advocate in a way that you're going to get a much better outcome. So sometimes people get very elevated about what matters to them and sometimes the way they seek help means they they get a bit isolated because people don't want to deal with conflict. Right. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying is that's okay, but sometimes maybe learn some advocacy skills. Um, and don't stop speaking up, you know, uh, find some allies so that you don't have to do it on your own. Um, third, 
enjoy being a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, right? Regardless yeah. you know. Um, sometimes, uh, yeah, we just forget how lucky sometimes we are to be parents, you know. So, and that's, and I certainly don't mean that in any kind of way to underestimate how how strong some parents have to be and how much stronger some parents have to be than others because they don't know what it's like to have a child with autism. They don't know what it's like to have a, a disabled child, you know. So what I can say is you've got to find times to enjoy being enjoy a parent. Being a parent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for your advice. <laughs> find any final message to everyone or anyone watching right now uh, for this episode? Uh, I think don't be, don't be afraid to ask for help and it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for support. Um, and yeah, just keep on keeping on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you fist bump? Sorry? Do you fist bump? Oh, I do. And I can do this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your time. Every tangata fai takiwatanga is different. If you fail with one strategy, don't stop. Keep moving forward. Always remember that for every failure you encounter is one step closer to your success. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, Memuto te haire. Let's stop judging others. Memahi tahi tato. Let's all work together. Kia maya, kia kaha, be brave and be strong.